everyone, it's Jenna Melanson from Canadian Beats Media, and I'm here with Demetrius Nath of Antiskeptic Entertainment in Mississauga, Ontario. Welcome, Demetrius. Thank you, Jenna, for having me. Hello, everybody. So you're no stranger to the music industry, being involved in multiple areas from being a musician to publicity to booking to festival director um, and even an instructor at various institutions. Uh, how did you get your start in all this and how do you juggle these positions? Um, I started, I think, just like anybody else, playing in bands, playing music um, in school and then helping to put on a show or two so your own band could play, that kind of stuff. But um, I think what was a game changer for me was when I moved to Canada about 20 years ago, I went to uh, music business school, Paris Institute. I went there and it was a crash course in all things music business. Most of those things I had no clue existed or were a thing. Um, so from there onwards um, is really where my music career, music industry career began, um, which kind of means I got paid to do what I wanted to do. Um, yeah, so I think that I would say was the turning point and where it all started for me about 19 years ago. And throughout the last almost two decades now, um, juggling all the different things I do, I think it's, um, I think it was a layering thing. Like I started doing the one thing and got comfortable doing it and started getting good at doing the one thing. And then I added on a second thing. And once I was comfortable juggling the two, then I added another thing that I was interested in. So it was a you know step-by-step -step thing. I don't know that if I started doing everything at the same time, I would be able to do any of them properly. So yeah, it was a, it was a gradual build. When it comes to your business, Anti-Skeptic Entertainment, you offer artist management and development. Can you explain this a bit more? And also, what should people have prepared in advance to connecting with you? Well, I think when it comes to management, you have to, like when you're asking um, for somebody to look at you as a potential management client or looking for a manager, I think it's important that you know uh, your strengths, what you have to offer to a potential manager. Um, just having good songs and being good at your instrument and at your craft is, is great, is a solid start. But beyond that, um, what do you bring to the table for a potential manager or a management company? Um, do you have a killer live show that everybody talks about? Do you have tons of social media engagement that is um, more than the average artist? Do you have a cool story? Do you have a neat story that um, grabs people's attention? You know, we. I think I look for something that I can work with and work off of. So it's that hook, it's that thing that really sets you apart. Um, and that's usually not just the song or I'm really good at singing, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, staying on the, that subject, you offer various services, including marketing. Now, what would you say are the 
best ways to promote in this day and age? Huh. Well, I mean, I know right now TikTok is all the rage. And then over the last five years, it's been, you know, streaming and all the DSPs. Um, but I think my approach is a little bit more old school, um, where I think for you to market yourself successfully, um, in general, social media, whatever it may be, I think you have to do a little bit of everything. Um, yes, stick with your strengths and focus your um, attention on Spotify, if you are getting a lot of love there. Instagram, if you are getting a lot of love there. But I think artists get so tunnel vision on doing the one thing that they forget everything else. So think about the press, think about radio, Think about street marketing. Think about all of these things all at once. And even though you might not have a major label budget to do all of them really well, kind of like what Taylor Swift is doing right now. You see her story, her charting, her album, her video. You see it everywhere, not just social media. And so any successful artist, major label or otherwise, you will find that they're doing a little bit of everything and their strength lies somewhere. Um, yes, for sure. So you can do that on a smaller scale, of course, because of budget constrictions. But um, think about the entire picture um, as opposed to I'm going to focus all my efforts on YouTube and that's it. And I'm going to be a YouTube star. Don't leave out the rest. You're a festival director at Rock the Coliseum in Mississauga, which, su which supports local community no matter the genre. What advice would you give to people who are looking to play the festival or any festival for that matter? So Rock the Coliseum is unique in a way that um, we don't have to sell tickets. Everything we do is through funding and grants. So we don't need to make money um, in order to pay the artists or the festival um, staff by selling tickets. So when it comes to us looking at potential artists that we want to book. Um, there, there's a variety of things that I think we look at. Obviously, the number one thing for not just Rock the Coliseum, but any festival is if can you bring people? So if you can bring 10, 50, 100, 200 people, that's good for every festival, including Rock the Coliseum, because then there's people there. But let's say you are an artist that can't do that. Um, what else can you offer? Um, to make you look like an attractive booking? Do you have a massive social media following where you can promote the festival and its brand? Then that's a, a win for me. Um, do you have a really intense live set that everybody talks about? It's like, well, this band, you've got to see them. They're playing at Rock the Coliseum. Even if you bring out 20 people, but it's a show that a set that everybody talks about, that's a win for me. Um, maybe you are a local artist, maybe you're a local band. Um, we are a festival in Mississauga. So maybe you want to promote the fact that we are a Mississauga based band. So we would love to play a Mississauga festival. So our parents and our friends can come out. There's different angles, right? And so, um, so those are just some of the things that you could tell a festival booker um, to get you ahead of the line. You could even say things like, hey, we know we don't have a massive social media following. We know that we can bring out a lot of people and we're a brand new band. But if you book us, we're going to promote 
around town on social media really heavy. And so that sort of takes a little bit of the workload off of me. And I'm like, yeah, this is a good partnership. So think about, and this is what I was talking about earlier, uh, when it comes to management, I think, what can you bring to the table? What can you bring um, to us as well? So it's like a partnership. What are three tips you would give to upcoming artists to catch people's attention on social media? Uh, I think I think this is true for social media, but I think maybe also this applies generally. Um, and this, I kind of came up with myself. I don't know if it's going to catch on, but um, I like the abbreviation, the acronym uh, CPR, um, not cardiopulmonary resuscitation, but consistency, persons, persistency, and relevance. So I think in your career and in your marketing and promotion efforts on social media, you have to be consistent. You have to always put out content that's quality and you have to keep doing it. Um, too many artists focus on the one song, the one album, put everything they have behind it and whether it works or not, then they disappear. Um, they break up, they go away for two or three years and they come back and they can have to start that process all over again, unless you're a massive fan. So consistency, number two, persistency. Um, you have to be persistent. Um, even if people say no, even if people don't respond, keep doing what you're doing. Um, don't be discouraged. And um, obviously don't be annoying. I'm sure Jenna, you know, if somebody reaches out to you more than 10 times, you're like, oh my God, like leave me alone. But <laughs> Um, be persistent, uh, you know, be firm for a certain time and then go away and then come back with something else, something else to send to the media outlet or to your fans. So consistency, persistency and uh, relevance, right? You have to be relevant with what you're doing and who you are showing what to, whether you're looking for management or whether you're looking for playing a festival um, or whether you're trying to reach out to people on social media. I think what it is that you're offering them needs to make sense for them, not just for you. So you being a cool artist and having 200,000 views on YouTube doesn't really mean a whole lot to a booking, uh, to booking a festival. Mm -hmm. They want to see that you can bring in people, put on live show, um, that kind of stuff. So your pitch to one person might not be relevant to your pitch to somebody else. So be relevant to who exactly or what outlet exactly you're going after. And I think that will yield the best results. CPR. Awesome. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say to upcoming artists about the industry? About the industry? Um, I think I would say and maybe this is kind of biased, but I would say, try and do everything. Don't stick to the one thing. Don't put all your eggs in the one basket. Mm -hmm. Cliche saying, I know, <laughs> but um, I, I have, I personally have found success with wearing a lot of different hats and um, having multiple revenue streams. And I think as artists, yes, you want to focus on, you know your live show and putting music out but don't leave out the leave out the sync placements and don't leave out the press don't leave out radio don't leave out 
um, you know, the streaming platforms, like learn a little bit about everything, because I think in 2022, um, and it's been the case for a while, you have to know everything about everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, try, try a little bit of everything and then you'll find what works where and what you're really good at, but you won't really know that until you try everything, even the stuff that you're uncomfortable with, even if it means getting on TikTok and doing some challenges. Yeah, even if it's scary. Even if it's scary and uncomfortable, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, thank you for joining me. It's been fun and informative. I think people will enjoy it. Cool, my pleasure.